You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show. From the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris Show on a Wednesday. Hey, we're brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, Central Texas. Find Alliance Bank in their several locations in Waco, a new location in Temple, an even newer location in Georgetown, and let them help you and your business succeed. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. Alongside Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios, let's welcome in uh, Pat Combs. Pat and I got to work together on the TV broadcast of Baylor SFA last night. Pat, uh, thanks for having me. I'm late to the party. First game I've done this year, but really enjoyed being with you. And uh, we saw a pretty good Baylor performance last night. Yeah, we sure did, John. And man, always great to be with you. I, I, I miss when you're not there and love having you. And it's Always fun in the booth. But, yeah, a great game by the Bears. Uh, really needed to bounce back off a, a tough week last week where they went 0-4. And, and a big win, especially this week coming into that series, a big uh, 12 series with OU coming up here uh, tomorrow. Yeah, it comes quick, doesn't it, <laughs> with a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. <laughs> yeah, which is good and makes sense. You want to finish before Easter Sunday. Uh, tell me, Pat, you've got really good perspective on the program, uh, having pitched here and been close to the program, you know, all, all this time. Uh, for Mitch Thompson, what he and the staff and this team is going through this year, I, I know you and I are on the same page. We feel like, hey, Mitch is the right guy. It's just going to take take a little time, maybe this year, uh, hopefully not much longer, to get his players in here and to get the program turned around. Yeah, John, I think there, there's no doubt. And, and when you talk to Baylor folks that, that have watched the, the baseball program for a long time, and especially knowing the history that Mitch has had with the Baylor program, you know, back, I think, in the glory days of Baylor baseball when Mitch and Steve Smith were coaching together. Uh, I mean, God, you think about the, the, the regionals, the, the, the Big 12 championships. I mean, they had, what, 10 40-win seasons during that time when Mitch was an assistant coach. And uh, I think you're exactly right, John. It's just going to take some time. You know, they had a, a roster that got completely turned over. Uh, they, they did not have one position player returning this year, which is really unusual for a Division One program. And, uh, of course, Mitch got in, you know, got uh, some of those roster spots filled with some transfer portal guys, uh, had some junior college transfers, but really is uh, in the process of rebuilding that roster. And uh, But, look, I, I know what, what kind of staff Mitch has. you got Zach Dillon, a great player for Baylor, uh, back in 05 and that, in those that era, and uh, he's been a, an incredible recruiter uh, with that the 12 organization, which is a select baseball group. So he uh, gets reunited with Mitch. Uh, he was a former player. Then you've got James Leverton, who's a, a really solid pitching coach and uh, a great recruiter in his own right. And then guys like Jim Blair and, and uh, Coach Thomas, Darren Thomas coming over from UTA. I mean, all these guys know Texas baseball, know these high school coaches really well, uh, know the select, uh, you know, programs here in texas really well and and mitch is an incredible recruiter so john i i say you're exactly right give him one or two years and baylor baseball will be back in the top part of that uh, big 12 yeah I, I agree with you completely and uh you and i both share uh you know admiration for mitch and that staff that's that's like a 
it's almost like a dream team, you know, putting the hat staff together. Uh, you know, you think you can get Jim Blair as your volunteer assistant coach and get Darren Thomas as your director of operations. I mean, I think he went out and assembled an outstanding staff. He really did. And uh, I think that's something that, uh, you know, Baylor was looking for when, when you go to look to hire a baseball coach, you want a coach that has some familiarity with the program. And look, it's, it's a different, you know, game when you're talking about recruiting for Baylor versus recruiting for a Texas or a Texas A&M, you know, there's just some hurdles and, and things that are really uh, tough with, with a, a private school like Baylor, you know, it's, it's not a level playing field when it comes to the recruiting game. And so you have to have uh, those types of coaches that have deep relationships uh, within the state of Texas and, and beyond. And these guys are not just going to recruit in Texas. They're going to recruit nationally. But uh, getting back to the, the heart of what Baylor baseball is all about, bringing a guy like Mitchin, who, who obviously has known the program for a long time. And even though he was at McLennan uh, for about uh, 10 years, you know, he, that guy bleeds green and gold. There was no doubt that Mitch was waiting his turn to, to you know, take this Baylor program over. And uh, he's got a great staff. And there, there's no doubt every, every opposing coach I've, I've spoken with uh, has said it's only going to take Mitch about a year to get this thing turned around. Wow, that's great. Pat Combs, our guest, former Baylor pitcher, former Major League pitcher, a uh, color analyst on our TV broadcast. Uh, what do you think about this team? I mean, a lot of young guys, a lot of new faces, which you mentioned. But uh, it's kind of fun to see how hard they work. And, uh, you know, and the batting average is, is going up over the last 12 or 13 games. What do you think about this team and the way they're going right now? Yeah, it, it, you know, it, it has been frustrating. I mean, I, if you're going to be truthful about it, it's, it's been frustrating, you know, the, the amount of losses, especially when they've been on the road. But when they're at home, they're, they've been a very competitive team. And, and you're right, John, these guys play hard. They're young. They're hungry. Uh, I think that's the really cool thing that you're seeing, that the foundation of, of what will become a, a really solid program next couple of years, because you've got really four freshmen, four true freshmen starting in a Division One lineup. And that's that's almost unheard of. I, I, you'd be hard-pressed to find another Division One program in a Power Five conference that's starting even two or three freshmen. So uh, Mitch knows he's building for the future. And these guys, now they're getting this experience as freshman players, guys like Colby Branch and, and Brzozowski. And, and then you've got a, a couple of guys like uh, Cole Posey have come in as transfers. And, and uh, Simmons has, has hit the ball well now to, to Plansky. Uh, but there's about three or four guys in the lineup, that even though they transferred in as sophomores, had not had much experience. So it's not only the four freshmen. You've got a, a couple more or three players in the lineup as everyday players that have not had a lot of experience at the D1 level. So that's what's we're really exciting as you start to project over the next one or two years what this team could become. And I think now it's just a matter of Mitch and Zach and the coaching staff going out and finding some guys to fill in some holes and to really increase the, the depth of talent overall. And that's what I think they're going to be looking for in the next couple of recruiting classes is not only frontline players, but a couple more guys that can really add some depth to this lineup. Yeah, that sounds good. Offensively, a lot of pluses there. Uh, Pitching-wise, unfortunately, Baylor's sort of in the same boat. Not a lot of experience out there. Um, and they're going to have to probably piece games together, you know, a lot this year, sort of like they did last night with, what was it, in, uh, end up five or six different pitchers last night. Yeah, we saw five different relievers, and that's what you typically see. And you know, we talked about that, John, on those midweek games. You're really trying to piece it together to get through but, yeah, I think the, the most disappointing part, and I, I think Mitch and Coach Lev would, would say the same thing, has been the starting pitching. And the starting pitching has really been a, a bit of a lit down uh, for this team. And, and a couple of guys you thought were, were primed to have some pretty decent years 
but have not really hit their stride yet. Guys like Blake Helton, uh, Mason Marriott, uh, Will Rigney now has just entered into the starting rotation, and Will is big-time prospect, but is still trying to build up some arm strength after you know uh, three or four years of injuries. So, uh, but that's been the most disappointing thing: trying to get starters to at least give you, you know, five quality innings. And I think we've we've not had a, a starting pitcher go beyond five innings this year. So that's one area I know they're focused on. They're they're really trying to work these guys into, you know, spots where they can be successful. But the bullpen at times has been really good, and at times they've struggled. And again, it's uh, they're going to kind of lean into some of those uh, guys that have been around the program for three or four years down the stretch. I think guys like Cole Stasio and. And uh, Brett Garcia, Hamilton Oliver, uh, they have put together pretty solid outings here recently. So there's some hope there for the bullpen, especially the back end of it. And uh, so, yeah, I think, you know, John, the the season is not – nobody in in the Baylor uh, clubhouse is giving up on this season whatsoever. But they know uh, they've got to start, you know, piecing some wins together, getting some series wins, especially in conference play. Yeah, Pat. What uh, you do? You do the Baylor games, and you also did games in Arlington, the Globe Life uh, Classic there, and then the Shriners Classic in Houston. So you've seen a lot of teams already. Uh, anything else around the Big Twelve kind of stand out to you? Any any of the other teams, and maybe the way they've played so far? Yeah, John, I, and, you know, early on, it's, it's fun to catch these teams because, you know, I'm going to catch them again here in the Big 12. And, but, yeah, early on, I was able to see Oklahoma State. Uh, they look really solid all the way around. And, of course, Baylor got swept up in uh, Stillwater a couple of weekends ago. But, yeah, they are solid up and down the lineup. Uh, their pitching is strong. I, I would say they're, they're going to finish one or two in the conference. You know, you've got uh, TCU is playing well. I, I thought TCU at the beginning of the year, man, that was a lineup that uh, was producing at a really high level. And I think at one point they were averaging 12 runs a game. That may have come down a little bit, but uh, they're they're a powerful lineup, and they were just really trying to figure out their their pitching rotation as well. Um, And I think Texas is starting to surprise and open some eyes. You know, Texas had to rebuild. Uh, They lost a ton of seniors last year, guys that got drafted. But, uh, you know, David Pierce does a great job recruiting for the Longhorns, and and, uh, they look to be strong as well. Um, you know, teams uh, that I think are kind of in the middle of the, of the pack but are, are really showing well early, uh, one of those teams that's kind of surprised a few folks is West Virginia. Mm. And they've off to a strong start. And uh, Randy Mazie's done a great job with the Mountaineers. But they are second in place in conference currently and uh, look really strong. Another team that's been uh, impressive early on, even though the Bears won two out of three at home against them, is uh, Pete Hughes and Kansas State. They, I, I think, are, are a stronger team. That, that was a kind of a gritty team that we saw here in Waco just a few weeks ago. But, yeah, the middle of the Big 12 is going to be all bunched up. And, uh, and then, of course, the, the two teams at the bottom end of, of the conference right now, OU and Baylor, squaring off this week. Yeah, and remember uh, or remind people, eight of the nine teams get to the conference tournament in, uh, in Arlington this year. That'll be fun back at Globe Life Field. Yeah, beautiful venue. Gosh, if, yeah. if, if uh, folks out there have not been to Globe Life, it is such a treat to watch a ball game. Uh, of course, beautiful venue, uh, super modernized, uh, obviously, with the, the ballpark only being open a few years now. But uh, it is a perfect place for a, a conference tournament because, obviously, with the, the roof, and at that time of year, when I mean, you've got these thunderstorms rolling through uh, Arlington, you know they close that roof up, and you, every game starts on time. So that's the beauty <laughs> of, of having a a tournament under the roof. Yeah, that is a real plus for sure. How things going, Houston, for you? 
Yeah, it went great, man. We uh, had a wonderful morning. Uh, got to go to the Houston Prayer Breakfast and uh, heard Tim Tebow speak. And wow. Gosh, whenever you get to hear Tebow present, man, it's just uh, you walk out there fired up thinking, man, where, where's the rest of the world? We That's right. <laughs> Take on the world. That's great. Well, safe travels. I appreciate your time, and uh, I'll see you back at Baylor Ballpark tomorrow evening. Thanks, John. Look forward to it, man. All right, man. Take thanks. Care. Same here. Pat Combs uh, works with us on the TV broadcast. Uh, so, Aaron, last night after the game, I uh, finish, and I'm driving home, and, you know, I'm home in 20 minutes. Pat and his son Connor are driving to Houston last night to be there and uh, for this prayer breakfast this morning, Houston prayer breakfast. So, really cool. Now he's on his way back home. But great to visit with him. And, uh, again, he does a really, really good job. Great perspective on Baylor baseball Big 12 baseball, college baseball in general, and uh, it's always fun. I always learn, uh, you know, learn from him every time we get to work together. Yeah, he knows his stuff. He does, (laughs) very much so. And and, and he also has an ease about him in delivering the information that's really, really hard to learn, if that makes sense. Right. It's, it's, uh, I'm not not trying to play inside baseball on broadcasting, but I mean, he does it. He's, he, He's very natural when most people aren't. Yeah. No, yeah. And so that's uh, a that's a good combination to have right. all that knowledge and to be a natural kind of kind of well, to be a natural broadcaster like he is. I agree with you completely. So great to visit with Pat. Uh another part of the game last night, uh I had forgotten about this and Sherry Burns came in and reminded me, uh her husband Eddie had reminded her about this. Uh, a few years ago we played Stephen F. Austin at Baylor Ballpark, and if I remember right, it was a game late in the year. And Rainer Campbell was on the team, and Rainer was uh, in some kind of slump, so he was just trying to break out of a slump. So he went up to the plate with a wooden bat uh, against Stephen F. Austin, and and you know he was just trying something different, you know. Mm-hmm. And Coach uh, Johnny Cardenas was the coach then, and he's still the coach. He's in his fifteenth year at Stephen F. Austin. He got hot. I mean, he took it as. Oh, you think you can hit off our pitchers with a wooden bat? You know, you don't even need a metal bat. But he got hot about it wow. and basically told his pitchers to to hit him, you know, to uh-huh. put one between in the ear hole. Oh, wow. You know, when you come up there uh-huh. with a wooden bat, and they didn't do it. So Cardenas got even he, he more got, mad, oh. <laughs> came out, took that pitcher out of the game, and you could see how mad he was wow. at it. But it was, it was not – intended that way at all from Rainer Campbell, uh, the way it was received by uh, Coach Cardenas. And uh, that was funny to remember that. I mean, that's been that's been a long time ago, 10 or more years ago, but uh, pretty funny to think about that again as Baylor and SFA played last night. 